when I published Ulysses by James Joyce in my little bookshop called Shakespeare and Company in Paris. Look, look, the dust is growing. My branches lost Lord James. Stately, plump, buck bargain. All perfume, yes, and his heart was going like mad. And yes, I said yes, I will, yes. Friends of Shakespeare and Company read Ulysses by James Joyce. Read today by Sarah Churchwell. Charity to the neighbor, says Martin. But where is he? We can't wait. A wolf in sheep's clothing, says the citizen. That's what he is. Virag from Hungary. Ahasuerus, I call him. Cursed by God. Have you time for a brief libation, Martin, says Ned. Only one, says Martin. We must be quick. J.J. and S. You, Jack? Crofton? Three half ones, Terry. St. Patrick would want to land again at Ballykindler and convert us, says the citizen, after allowing things like that to contaminate our shores. Well, says Martin, rapping for his glass. God bless all here is my prayer. Amen, says the citizen. And I'm sure he will, says Joe. At the sound of the sacring bell, headed by a crucifer with acolytes, thurifers, boat bearers, readers, ostiary, deacons and subdeacons, the blessed company drew nigh of mitred abbots and priors and guardians and monks and friars. The monks of Benedict of Spoleto, Carthusians and Camaldolesi, Cistercians and Olivetans, Oratorians and Vallombrosans, and the friars of Augustine, Brigantines, Promonstatentians, Servi, Trinitarians, and the children of Peter Nolasco. And therewith from Carmel Mount, the children of Elijah Prophet, led by Albert Bishop, and by Teresa of Avila, Calst, and other, and friars brown and gray, sons of poor Francis, Capuchins, Cordeliers, Minims, and Observants, and the daughters of Clara, and the sons of Dominic, the friars' preachers, and the sons of Vincent, and the monks of St. Woolston, and Ignatius his children, and the confraternity of the Christian brothers, led by the reverend brother Edmund Ignatius Rice. And after came all saints and martyrs, virgins and confessors, St. Seer and St. Isidore Arator, and St. James the Less, and St. Focus of Sinope, and St. Julian Hospitator, and St. Felix de Cantalice, and St. Simon Stylites, and St. Stephen Protomartyr, and St. John of God, and St. Ferial, and St. Lugard, and St. Theodotus, and St. Vulmar, and St. Richard, and St. Vincent de Paul, and St. Martin of Todi, and St. Martin of Tours, and St. Alfred, and St. Joseph, and St. Denis, and St. Cornelius, and St. Leopold, and St. Bernard, and St. Terence, and St. Edward, and St. Owen Caniculus, and St. Anonymous, and St. Eponymous, and St. Pseudonymous, and St. Homonymous, and St. Paronymous, and St. Synonymous, and St. Lawrence O'Toole, and St. James of Dingle and Compostella, and St. Columkill, and St. Columba, and St. Celestine, and St. Coleman, and St. Kevin, and St. Brendan, and St. Frigidian, and St. Senan, and St. Fachna, and St. Columbanus, and St. Gaul, and St. Fursey, and St. Finton, and St. Fiacre, and St. John Nepomuk, and St. Thomas Aquinas, 
and St. Ives of Brittany and St. Micken and St. Herman Joseph, and the three patrons of holy youth, St. Aloysius Gonzaga and St. Stanislaus Kostka and St. John Berkmans, and the Saints Gervasius, Servasius, and Bonifacius, and St. Bride and St. Kieran and St. Canis of Kilkenny, and St. Jarleth of Tuam, and St. Finbar and St. Papin of Ballymun, and Brother Aloysius Pacificus, and Brother Louis Bellicosus, and the Saints Rose of Lima and of Viterbo, and St. Martha of Bethany, and St. Mary of Egypt, and St. Lucy, and St. Bridget, and St. Attracta, and St. Dimpna, and St. Ita, and St. Marian Calpensis, and the Blessed Sister Teresa of the Child Jesus, and St. Barbara, and St. Scholastica, and St. Ursula, with 11,000 virgins. And all came with nimby and aureoles and glorii, bearing palms and harps and swords and olive crowns, in robes whereon were woven the blessed symbols of their efficacies, in corns, arrows, loaves, cruises, fetters, axes, trees, bridges, babes in a bathtub, shells, wallets, shears, keys, dragons, lilies, buckshot, beards, hogs, lamps, bellows, beehives, soup ladles, stars, snakes, anvils, boxes of Vaseline, bells, crutches, forceps, stag's horns, watertight boots, hawks, millstones, eyes on a dish, wax candles, aspergills, unicorns. And as they wended their way by Nelson's Pillar, Henry Street, Mary Street, Capel Street, Little Britain Street, chanting the introit in Epiphania Domini, which beginneth Serge Illuminare, and thereafter most sweetly the gradual omnes, which saith De Saba Venient. They did diverse wonders, such as casting out devils, raising the dead to life, multiplying fishes, healing the halt and the blind, discovering various articles which had been mislaid, interpreting and fulfilling the scriptures, blessing and prophesying. And last, beneath a canopy of cloth of gold, came the reverend Father O'Flynn, attended by Malachi and Patrick. And when the good fathers had reached the appointed place, the house of Bernard Kiernan & Co. Limited, 8, 9, and 10 Little Britain Street, wholesale grocers, wine and brandy shippers, licensed for the sale of beer, wine, and spirits for consumption on the premises, the celebrant blessed the house and sensed the mullioned windows and the groins and the vaults and the arises and the capitals and the pediments and the cornices and the engrailed arches and the spires and the cupolas and sprinkled the lintels thereof with blessed water and prayed that God might bless that house as he had blessed the house of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and make the angels of his light to inhabit therein. And entering... He blessed the viands and the beverages, and the company of all the blessed answered his prayers. Adiatorium nostrum in nomine domini, que fecit caelum et terum, dominus vobiscum, et cum spiritu tuo. And he laid his hands upon that he blessed, and gave thanks, and he prayed, and they all with him prayed, Deus cuius verbo, Sanctificantur omnia, benedictionem tuam funde, super creaturas istas, et presta et quisquis eis secundum legem, et voluntatem tuam, cum gratiara mactione, usus fuerit, per invocationem sanctissimi nominis tui, corporis sanitatem, et animae tutelam, 
te acture percipiat per Christum Dominum Nostrum. And so say all of us, says Jack. Thousand a year, Lambert, says Crofton or Crawford. Right, says Ned, taking up his John Jameson, and butter for fish. I was just looking around to see who the happy thought would strike, when be damned, but in he comes again, letting on to be in a hell of a hurry. I was just round at the courthouse, says he, looking for you. I hope I'm not... No, says Martin, we're ready. Courthouse, my eye, and your pockets hanging down with gold and silver. Mean bloody scut, stand as a drink itself. Devil of sweet fear, there's a Jew for you. All for number one. Cute as a shithouse rat, hundred to five. Don't tell anyone, says the citizen. Beg your pardon, says he. Come on, boys, says Martin, seeing it was looking blue. Come along now. Don't tell anyone, says the citizen, letting a ball out of him. It's a secret. And the bloody dog woke up and let a growl. Bye-bye all, says Martin. And he got them out as quick as he could. Jack Power and Crofton or whatever you call him, and him in the middle of them, letting on to be all at sea and up with them on the bloody jaunting car. Off with you, says Martin to the Jarvey. The milk-white dolphin tossed his mane and, rising in the golden poop, the helmsman spread the bellying sail upon the wind and stood off forward with all sail set, the spinnaker to larboard. A many comely nymphs drew nigh to starboard and to larboard, and clinging to the sides of the noble bark, they linked their shining forms, as doth the cunning wheelwright when he fashions about the heart of his wheel the equidistant rays whereof each one is sister to another, and he binds them all with an outer ring, and giveth speed to the feet of men, when as they ride to a hosting, or contend for the smile of ladies fair. Even so did they come and set them, those willing nymphs, the undying sisters. And they laughed, sporting in a circle of their foam, and the bark clave the waves. But begob, I was just lowering the heel of the pint when I saw the citizen getting up to waddle to the door, puffing and blowing with the dropsy, and he cursing the curse of Cromwell on him, bell, book, and candle in Irish, spitting and spatting out of him, and Joe and little Alf round him like a leprechaun trying to peacify him. Let me alone, says he. And begob, he got as far as the door, and they holding him, and he bawls out of him, three cheers for Israel. Ara, sit down on the parliamentary side of your arse, for Christ's sake, and don't be making a public exhibition of yourself. Jesus, there's always some bloody clown or other kicking up a bloody murder about bloody nothing. Gob it and turn the porter sour in your guts so it would. And all the ragamuffins and sluts of the nation round the door, and Martin telling the Jarvey to drive ahead, and the citizen bawling, and Alf and Joe at him to wished, and he on his high horse about the Jews, and the loafers calling for a speech, and Jack Power trying to get him to sit down on the car and hold his bloody jaw, and a loafer with a patch over his eyes starts singing, if the man in the moon was a Jew, 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 and a slut shouts out of her, Hey, mister, your fly is open, mister. And says he, Mendelssohn was a Jew, and Karl Marx and Mercadante and Spinoza. And the savior was a Jew, and his father was a Jew, your God. He had no father, says Martin. That'll do now. Drive ahead. Who's God, says the citizen. Well, his uncle was a Jew, says he. Your God was a Jew. Christ was a Jew like me. 
God, the citizen made a plunge back into the shop. By Jesus, says he, I'll brain that bloody Jew man for using the holy name. By Jesus, I'll crucify him, so I will. Give us that biscuit box here. Stop, stop, says Joe. A large and appreciative gathering of friends and acquaintances from the metropolis and greater Dublin assembled in their thousands to, to bid farewell to Nagiasago Suram Lipote Virag, late of Messrs. Alexander Thomas, printers to his majesty on the occasion of his departure for the distant climb of Sas Harmonas Ibram Jugulias Dugulas, meadow of murmuring waters. The ceremony, which went off with great eclat, was characterized by the most affecting cordiality. An illuminated scroll of ancient Irish vellum, the work of Irish artists, was presented to the distinguished phenomenologist on behalf of a large section of the community and was accompanied by the gift of a silver casket, tastefully executed in the style of ancient Celtic ornament, a work which reflects every credit on the makers, Messrs. Jacob August Jacob. The departing guest was the recipient of a hearty ovation, many of those who were present being visibly moved when the select orchestra of Irish pipes struck up the well-known strains of Come Back to Erin, followed immediately by Rokoska's march. Tar barrels and bonfires were lighted along the coastline of the four seas on the summits of the Hill of Howth, Three Rock Mountain, Sugarloaf, Brayhead, the Mountains of Morn, the Galtees, the Ox and Donegal, and Sparren Peaks, the Nagels and the Bogras Bugras, the Connemara Hills, the Reeks of McGillicuddy, Sleeve Octi, Sleeve Berna, and Sleeve Bloom. Amid cheers that rent the welkin, responded to by answering cheers from a big muster of henchmen on the distant Cambrian and Caledonian hills, the mastodontic pleasure ship slowly moved away saluted by a final floral tribute from the representatives of the fair sex, who were present in large numbers, while, as it proceeded down the river, escorted by a flotilla of barges, the flags of the ballast office and custom house were dipped in salute, as were also those of the electrical power station at the pigeon house. Visant la tassera, kedviz baratom, visant la tassera, gone, but not forgotten. Gob, the devil wouldn't stop him till he got hold of the bloody tin anyhow and out with him, and little Alf hanging on to his elbow, and he shouting like a stuck pig, as good as any bloody play in the Queen's Royal Theatre. Where is he till I murder him? And Ned and JJ paralyzed with the laughing. Bloody wars, says I. I'll be in for the last gospel. But as luck would have it, the Jarvie got the nag's head round the other way and off with him. Hold on, citizen, says Joe. Stop! Begabi drew his hand and made a swipe and let fly. Mercy of God, the sun was in his eyes or he'd have left him for dead. Gobby near sent it into the county Longford. The bloody nag took fright and the old mongrel after the car like bloody hell and all the populace shouting and laughing and the old tin box clattering along the street. The catastrophe was terrific and instantaneous in its effect. The observatory of Dunsink registered in all 11 shocks, all of the fifth grade of Mercalli's scale, and there is no record extant of a similar seismic disturbance in our island since the earthquake of 1534, the year of the rebellion of Silken Thomas. The epicenter appears to have been that part of the metropolis which constitutes the Inns Key Ward and Parish of St. Micken, covering a surface of 41 acres, two roods, and one square pole or perch. 
all the lordly residences in the vicinity of the Palace of Justice were demolished, and that noble edifice itself, in which at the time of the catastrophe, important legal debates were in progress, is literally a mass of ruins beneath which it is to be feared all the occupants have been buried alive. From the reports of eyewitnesses, it transpires that the seismic waves were accompanied by a violent atmospheric perturbation of cyclonic character. An article of headgear, since ascertained to belong to the much-respected clerk of the Crown and Peace, Mr. George Fittrell, and a silk umbrella with gold handle, with the engraved initials, crest, coat of arms, and house number of the erudite and worshipful chairman of quarter sessions, Sir Frederick Falconer, recorder of Dublin, have been discovered by search parties in remote parts of the island, respectively. The former, on the third basaltic ridge of the Giant's Causeway, the latter embedded to the extent of one foot three inches in the sandy beach of Holy Open Bay near the old head of Kinsale. Other eyewitnesses deposed that they observed an incandescent object of enormous proportions hurtling through the atmosphere at a terrifying velocity in a trajectory directed southwest by west. Messages of condolence and sympathy are being hourly received from all parts of the different continents, and the sovereign pontiff has been graciously pleased to decree that a special Misa pro defunctus shall be celebrated simultaneously by the ordinaries of each and every cathedral church, of all the episcopal dioceses, subject to the spiritual authority of the Holy See, in suffrage of the souls of those faithful departed who have been so unexpectedly called away from our midst. The work of salvage, removal of debris, human remains, etc., has been entrusted to Messrs. Michael Mead and Son, 159 Great Brunswick Street, and Messrs. T. and C. Martin, 77, 78, 79, and 80 North Wall, assisted by the men and officers of the Duke of Cornwall's Light Infantry, under the general supervision of HRH Rear Admiral, the Right Honorable Sir Hercules Hannibal Habeas Corpus Anderson, KG, KP, KT, PC, KCB, MP, JP, MB, DSO, SOD, MFH, MRIA, BL, Muse Doc, PLG, FTCD, FRUL, FRCPI, and FRCSI. You never saw the like of it in all your born puff. Gob, if he got that lottery ticket on the side of his pole, he'd remember the gold cup he would so. But be gob, the citizen would have been lagged for assault and battery, and Joe for aiding and abetting. The Jarvie saved his life by furious driving, as sure as God made Moses. What, oh Jesus, he did. And he led a volley of oaths after him. Did I kill him, says he, or what? And he's shouting to the bloody dog, after him, Gary, after him, boy. And the last we saw was the bloody car rounding the corner, an old sheep's face on it gesticulating, and the bloody mongrel after it, with his lugs back for all he was bloody well worth, to tear him limb from limb. Hundred to five. Jesus, he took the value of it out of him, I promise you. When lo, there came about them all a great brightness, and they beheld the chariot wherein he stood ascend to heaven. And they beheld him in the chariot, clothed upon in the glory of the brightness, having raiment as of the sun, fair as the moon, and terrible, that for awe they durst not look upon him. And there came a voice out of heaven, calling, Elijah, Elijah. 
and he answered with a mean cry, Abba, Adonai. And they beheld him, even him, Ben Bloom Elijah, amid clouds of angels, ascend to the glory of the brightness at an angle of 45 degrees over Donahoe's and Little Green Street, like a shot off a shovel. <laughs>